serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Cartier. Boone County Journal. Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. Just about time for the playoff push for your Jefferson City Renegades. And it all starts tonight as we're about to get a stretch of 12 games and 11 days. And none arguably bigger than the doubleheader that's about to take place between the Renegades and the Deveda Griffins tonight. Welcome in, everyone. Hope you were enjoying this early week baseball. I'm Ben Schmidt, joined tonight by Bryce Creasel. First time he's going to be on the broadcast all season long. And Bryce, you and I talked about before this game, with how the standings currently sit these two games tonight between the Renegades and the Griffins could go a long way in how things shape out near the end of the season. Absolutely. If they get the win tonight, if if they get the sweep tonight, you're talking about next week, next week's game, not meaning a whole bunch against Nevada, of course, against Adelia and Joplin as we're going for that one seed. But, no, the sweep tonight and at least the split would go a long ways in those standings. So to put things in perspective on what we're talking about in terms of those standings, with just about a week and a half or so until the playoffs start, in the South Division, the second and third place teams will face off in the wild card playoffs, and then the winner of that matchup will face the winner of the division in the division round. And the Renegades are very much alive in this kind of stretch for these couple of teams. Renegades currently are in third place, so if the season ended today, they would be in that wild card game. They sit four games up on the Nevada Griffins, so that's why these two games tonight are so important, because with a sweep or even 
even just one win, you really put the pressure on Nevada. But if Renegades find themselves dropping both tonight, then Nevada is right on their tail with just about a week to go. And then, like you said, Bryce, two more games between them next week, one at home and one away. And also the Renegades, like you said, have a shot at that number one spot in the division. They're only three and a half games back at Sedalia and two games back at Joplin. So I think tonight if we see a really good game, especially a good couple of games from the Renegades, it could set themselves up to get rolling. And Bryce, last week when the Renegades played four straight days at home, there were a couple times where they really broke out the bats on offense. Do you think that continues tonight? Do you think we're going to see some good offensive production? I sure hope so. I do know Nevada's starter has had a very great year, Jeremiah Caesar. He's had five games pitched and only a 3.00 ERA. So we're going up against a formidable pitcher tonight, get all the runs early, and hopefully that we can hold the lead. Well, just about a minute or two into first pitch and the national anthem, and while we get closer to that, I'm going to give you the starting lineups tonight. For your visiting Jefferson City Renegades, who sit at 13 and 16, leading off and playing center field is Adonis Forte, followed by Cole Wagner batting second, he's in left. Jackson Lovitz, the third baseman, hits third tonight, followed by Jack Matashek in the cleanup spot and in right field. For Jefferson City, Luke Fuller, home run derby champ, the DH tonight hits fifth, followed by Colby Ott, the second baseman in the sixth spot. Carter Goring takes a turn at first base, batting seventh also was just named pitcher of the week in the mink league so congratulations to carter joe herschler is the number eight hitter and catching tonight followed by taylor hopkins and his bright green batting gloves in the number nine spot at shortstop and caleb Carricker gets the turn on the mound for the renegades pretty good looking lineup top to bottom and bryce do you think too with the game only being seven innings do you think it adds a little bit of pressure to this renegades offense to really get things going early absolutely it does if you don't get it on them early and then nevada they put in their closer or their formidable bullpen it'll be tough to come back especially only seven innings so one more time for that renegades lineup it's forte wagner lovich Matishek, fuller ott gorling herschler hopkins with Carricker on the mound once again just a minute or so from first pitch here at lions stadium renegades and griffins for the home nevada griffins they sit at 11 and 22 and currently in fourth in the south division leading off is caleb chance he takes the turn at shortstop tonight luke piazza is the first baseman he hits second sam man warren is the dh hitting third followed by andrew pickering batting cleanup in right field for nevada nicholas martino gets to start in center field tonight he's batting fifth and seth gray the third baseman is the number six hitter for nevada elijah natarata is the left fielder hitting seventh followed by josh and the catcher batting eighth Ace Mason Eastman is the number nine hitter at second base, followed by Jeremiah Caesar, the pitcher tonight for Nevada. And like you said, Bryce, he's had a really nice season on the mound, but a big opportunity here for Carricker. And if you look at some of the pitchers that the Renegades have listed tonight, they could really use Carricker pitching probably five or so innings into this ball game, and then you turn it over to the back of the bullpen, where especially one of the pitchers listed tonight, Tanner Schmitz, has been outstanding in the closer role. And you have to feel good if you're the Renegades if you're handing the ball to him in the seventh inning. Absolutely. Schmitz also, a lot of his saves have been two to three innings this year. So even if Carriker has to come out in the fourth or so, I mean, I think you could go to Schmitz and hopefully he can close out the game for you, two or three good innings. Well, there's some intrigue, too, because some of the other pitches they have listed, and again, it is a doubleheader, so we're going to have to see more interesting pitchers used than normal because the Renegades just don't have a super large bullpen. Some of the guys they have listed, Cole Wagner and Jackson Lovich, potential guys come in and pitch. Those guys have not been pitching all year, but to say that they maybe have a chance to come in in a close game tonight, I think that would be fun to watch, especially with how Wagner did a couple nights ago when he struck out six and two innings. It's, it just shows the versatility of the roster. Wagner's performance the other night, absolutely electric. The whole crowd was behind him, smiling as he's coming off the mound. Looked good for a guy who hadn't pitched all year. So uh, it would be fun to see him tonight and Lovich again. 
he's got a big arm. His stuff, six foot four, just flies off the mound. So again, a guy who's not normally a pitcher, but he can he can throw it. Alrighty, so as we get set for the national anthem here at the ballpark, we're going to take a quick break, but two huge games coming up on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades and Griffins will be back for first pitch in just a moment. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company at call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need Need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. Just about ready to go between the Griffins and the Renegades here on a Wednesday night at Lions Stadium. Renegades made the trip down here this afternoon thanks to Doc and Norm Direct, the official transportation provider of the Renegades. I'm Ben Schmidt, joined by Bryce Creasel, coming to you live from the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. And Bryce, I told you about the story pregame, and I had some people who have tuned into the broadcast most of the season remember when the last time the Renegades were at this ballpark and I had the wrong lineup for about two innings, it was Caesar, tonight's starting pitcher, who I had as the pitcher for two innings, and then after about the third realized it wasn't actually him out there. So it's nice to see him actually take the mound tonight and know that it's him. But like you said earlier, sporting a very crisp 3RA, hopefully the Renegades can put some runs up against him. Absolutely, I have confidence, especially with Adonis Forte starting us off tonight. He just seems like the key cog to this offense. He gets on base and special things happen, so I'm excited for this first batter. Well, last warm-up pitch just thrown by Caesar, so it means we're just about ready to play ball. Renegades sport in the navy blue jerseys with the gray pants tonight. Meanwhile, the Griffins have gray top with gray pants, but the gray top is a cutoff, and they all sport the red undershirt underneath. 
And it's just about time for baseball here at Lions Stadium. Griffins and Renegades, a huge one in terms of the playoff push. Renegades will go 12 games in 11 days, and they look to hold off the Griffins for at least third place. Their sights are obviously set on snagging the division title, but at the very least, if they want to make the playoffs, they're going to have to hold off these Griffins, who are just a couple games behind them. And as Adonis Forte steps in, we are ready to go. Caesar toes the rubber. And Forte awaits his first pitch. It is off the outside corner of all 1-0. It'll be Forte, Wagner, and Lovich 1-2-3 in the order for the Renegades. Last time these two teams met in this ballpark, Renegades took it by a final score of 10-5. 1-0 pitch to Forte. Misses outside now 2-0 on the Renegades' leadoff hitter. Right where you want to be if you're Forte. Hopefully get a pitch to hit. Seen Forte pretty much every time he's gotten the start for the Renegades lead off and, and pretty much play center field. But like you said, in a good spot here, but swings and misses at the 2-0. Still ahead in a two-ball, one-strike count. Cole Wagner, the left fielder, waits on deck. Made the relay throw from the third base spot to end the game on Monday night in the Legends game. 2-1 pitches hit high in the air, shallow right center field. Center fielder Martino's coming in. He is going to make the catch head high in shallow right center, and Forte is retired for out number one to get the ball game underway. Forte was ahead, two balls and one strike in the count, but looked to just get under that one. And with both the center right fielder and second baseman all converging, it was the center fielder Martino who eventually made the catch, and the Renegades have gone one up, one down. And now it'll be Cole Wagner stepping in, left fielder. Also, as you know, pitcher based on his performance the other night. We'll see what he's got in store for the Renegades as they look for their first base runner. That's with a slight open stance in the first pitch to him. Hit well to right field. Right fielder Pickering going back. He's on the run, and this ball is over and out of here. Cole Wagner turns on a baseball and sends it out to right field for his first home run of the year, and it's one and nothing Renegades. It's two batters into this ball game. Love the approach by Roy Wagner there. Gets the first pitch. Knows it's probably a fastball, takes advantage of it, and hits it out of the ballpark. Great job by Wagner. All the Renegades coming out of the dugout to meet Wagner after he blasts his first bomb of the season. And that ball was hit well, too. Really turned on that one. And although Pickering gave chase, that ball did not have a whole lot of air under it, but it was hit on a line and got out of here in a hurry. So now Renegades up one to nothing, just two batters into this ball game after they've now punched Caesar in the mouth and Jackson Lovitz stepping in. Checks his swing on a pitch low and away. They will appeal to first. He did not go 1-0 on the Renegades' third baseman. Great job holding off on the slider there. Good pitch by Caesar, but great job by Lovich holding off. So Lovich back into the box now. Caesar looking to rebound after giving up the solo home run. Pitch to Lovich. Sit high in the air out to left field. Left fielder going back, slowing up just in front of the track. Now moving to his left and makes the catch head high as Nadarata makes the catch to Tyrolovich for out number two. Hit that one well, but just had way too much air on it to carry out here, although I think he got it just a few steps shy of the track. So now two down in the inning, one already in and nobody on, and Matashek will step in. This inning has gone fly out, home run fly out for the Renegades. And now one of the Renegades also representatives at the plate. Once again, like Wagner, bats with a slight open stance and looks at a strike in there. It's 0-1-1. Caesar does work quick. He doesn't spend a lot of time in between pitches. Fast-paced. Matashek barely back in the box. He's ready to go, and it skips in there, 1-1. One one. Luke Fuller, DHing tonight, waits on deck. 
And I would assume with Herschel catching his first game that we'll likely see Fuller behind the plate in game two. Matashek back into the box. Now waves the bat a few times. The 1-1 pitch coming to him, fouled off to the left side. And out of play, Matashek now behind a ball and two strikes. Well, like you and I said before this game, it's good for the Renegades to have jumped on Caesar earlier. There's no saying how Carriker's going to pitch, but at the very least has to feel good that to their first turn of the plate, they've jumped on him for at least one run and will take a lead into the bottom of the first inning. One-two pitch to Matashek is swung on and missed, hung on to by the catcher and Ojos, and that will end the inning. So we'll head to the bottom of the first, but the Renegades have jumped out in front thanks to Cole Wagner's solo home run. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverdale Christian Academy, Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism, absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense back now on the show me sports network apologies for that because had a loss of cell service but we've got it resolved now missed three batters in the bottom of the first inning and sadly for the renegades one of them was a home run so it's now a 1-1 ball game character's first pitch to pickering is fouled out of play so no balls and a strike don't know how much of the top of the first inning everyone caught before the Wi-Fi went out. Shouldn't be a problem anymore because we now have a mobile hotspot. So once again, do apologize. But if you're just joining us on the Show Me Sports Network, Renegades at the top of the first got a solo home run from Cole Wagner to make it one to nothing. But then Luke Piazza just came right back and hit a solo bomb of his own. Now 1-1, bottom of the first inning. Next pitch to Pickering misses inside. It's one ball, one strike. And then after the Piazza homer, Sam and Warren hit a double to deep center field so that's where we currently stand one one ball game bottom of the first inning and a runner on second base with one out for the Griffins Carricker gonna have to work with a runner in scoring position Hopkins shades towards the bag but now goes back this one fouled off the glove of the catcher Hershers now one ball two strike Carricker looking to get out number two here so what do you think Carricker needs to do here, Bryce? Because just giving up the home run and the double, I mean, what does he, you, you think here, you got to be thinking strike out, get yourself back on track? Absolutely, especially with, especially with a guy sitting on second. 
It looks like both the long balls have been hit on off speed, so I, I think I would go high fastball here to try to stay away from off speed. Looks like they, uh, they're on top of it. Carriker sets, quickly checks the runner, now delivers the 1-2. It is lined hard at the Renegades' dugout foul. So we'll do the 1-2 again. Pickering hit that one on the nose, but it was way out in front of it. Once again, a big game here between the Renegades and the Griffins because the third-place team makes the wildcard game, and right now the Renegades occupy that spot, but the Griffins just four games back, and with two games being played today and two next week, the two tonight could go a long way in determining how important those two next week are. Character looking to retire out number two. One, two pitches up and away. Two balls and two strikes on Pickering. I like that pitch. Try to get him to chase. High fastball. I like the approach there. Character getting the start in game one of this doubleheader. Retired chance on a flyout, but then Piazza hit the home run. And then they double by Man Warren. Check the runner. 2 2 pitch. Is hit in the air to right. Matashek going after it. This one's hit pretty well. Matashek slows at the wall, and this one is over and gone. Second home run of the inning for the Griffins. Have them out in front for the first time tonight. Man Warren will come around to score as Pickering blasts that one out to right field and well over the wall. Matashek had no play. It's now 3-1 Griffins. It looks like right field only being 3-12 at Lions Field tonight. Looks like it might come into play quite frequently and hopefully uh, the Renegades will be able to come back and take advantage of uh, the field dimensions next inning. We've got to get out of this one first though. Well, Carrick are going to have to rebound here as after the second home run of the inning, they're going to have a visit to the mound as Herschel were also jog out. Carrick got the first batter chance out, but has since given up three straight hard hit balls, two of them leaving the yard. And although the Renegades came into the bottom of the first up one to nothing, thanks to a Cole Wagner solo bomb, it's now a three to one deficit. It seems like that, that right field wall is going to be in play tonight. We've already seen three hit over it, and we're not even six outs into this game. Yes, I totally agree. I uh, made that note pregame, and uh, I didn't think we'd see it this quick, but uh, three hard-hit balls, both sneaking over 312, so right fielder might be busy tonight hugging the fence. Well, we've seen the Renegades put up a ton of runs, and we haven't necessarily seen them do a ton of it with the home run ball. Their, their most home runs that a single player on this Renegades club has is three, and that's Ronsolovich. But they might need to break out the home run ball tonight as Carricker snaps off a beauty of an off-speed pitch there for strike one to Martino. Martino in center field tonight, hitting fifth, three already in. Nobody on and one out here in the bottom of the first inning. 0-1 pitch is fouled off the end of the bat, 0-2. This game only seven, so I'd assume we'll see some urgency from the Renegades offense coming up. You have to. We talked about how important these games are in the standings, so yes, urgency is key. Carricker had no balls and two strikes. Here's his delivery. Herschler has to jump up to get that one. It's now one and two. Looked like Herschler was setting up down and away with that pitch. Maybe trying to get Martino to chase, but Carricker missed up with it. Still a one ball, two strike count. Nobody on and one out. Carricker into the lineup. His delivery is hit on a line. Hopkins has no play. That's into left field for a base hit. Wagner after it. Martino is going to turn but hold it first base. And that is now four straight hits for the Griffins and a one-out single for Nicholas Martino. Good work there by Wagner to go over and cut that ball off before it got any deeper into the left center field gap. But more than enough time for Martino to be at least at first. And that's where he'll stand with Seth Gray coming in. So... It's sending quickly unraveling for Renegade starter Caleb Carricker with them having to go 14 innings today. I'm sure this is not the start on the mound that they were hoping for. 
And now Carragher looking to just get out of this first inning alive. Could use a ground ball double play here. As Gray is in, not a big lead at first base. First pitch to Gray is off the plate, 1-0. He'd stay low in the zone here to try to get that double play. Anything high looks like they're taking and hitting it pretty hard. So stay low, throw some off speed, and hopefully we can have him roll into a double play here. Carriker now behind in a 1-0 count on Gray. His pitch is grounded in the hole left side. Hopkins with a slide. He's going to try and make the throw to second. It is just in time to get the sliding Martino and a dandy of a play by Taylor Hopkins to get out number two here in the bottom of the first inning. That ball off the bat looked destined for left field, and Hopkins not only saved but then turned it into an out on the fielder's choice. To have the awareness to go to second with probably no play at first base is uh, that's next level stuff by Hopkins right there. Great play. So Carriker helped out by his defense right there by the shortstop Taylor Hopkins. Seth Gray reaches it first and now Elijah Natarada steps in. The seventh batter to come to the plate and three already in for the Griffins here in the home half of the first at Lions Stadium. First pitch bends out of the zone. Looked like that pitch had good movement but no chance Natarada was chasing there. I think he's confident in that pitch. He started off the last batter with that pitch also so I think that it looks like a slider to me. Might be his go-to to start off uh, batters to get a little bit of confidence. Back in the box now. The 1-0 pitch is up and in. Two balls and a strike on the left fielder tonight for Nevada. Josh Sinojos, the catcher, waits on deck. Still got the uh, knee pads on with two outs. Runner on first base and Seth Gray, who just reached on a fielder's choice. 2-0 count now. Runner faked and character will step off. I think he saw him out of the corner of his eye. So we'll have to do the 2-0 pitch once again. Again, one on and two out. But two home runs already hit this inning by Nevada for Luke Piazza and Andrew Pickering. This pitch is swung on a miss as Carriker got the fastball by him upstairs. Like you mentioned a, a second ago, that one they went upstairs and Nevada swinging at it. So it looks like they're, they're at least trying to hit that pitch. So Carriker now back in the count at two balls and a strike. Pretty small lead for Gray at first. He's held on by Goring, and this one misses up. Now three balls and a strike to Natarada. Can't totally tell. Don't really think there's anyone throwing. It'd be tough for the Renegades to have to get someone up this early into the ball game. But Carriker has had a long first inning. He's in a 3-1 count now. Gray off of first base. Here's the pitch. This one is a called strike good location there, and he's run it full. Way to come back in the count here. It's something that he needed to do to try to get out of this inning quick. So Gray will now get a head start in a 3-2 count. Goring no longer holding him on. He plays behind the runner. Rest of the defense straight up. Character a big pitch coming. Three balls, two strikes, and it is called strike three on the outside corner. And that will end the inning as Nadarada, the backwards K to end it. But the Renegades now head to the second trailing. It's a 3-1 Griffins lead. We'll be right back for Renegades baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. 
Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones, with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business ben schmidt and bryce creasel coming back for the top of the second inning on the show me sports network we're listening to exclusive coverage of renegades baseball as the jefferson city renegades now trail this one three to one but before we get to the second, I want to remind everyone to go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, they do it all. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades. Get any store all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. So to book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at moexpress.com. Thanks again to Doc and Norm. And now here we go for the second inning. Luke Fuller, the DH, steps in to face Caesar and looks at a ball 1-0. Home run champion here. Let's uh, let's look for a ball to go over the fence by Luke Fuller. Well, with the way the ball's flying tonight, I mean, can't say that it, you wouldn't expect it. 1-0 count now to Fuller. He grounds this one softly to the left side. Fouling out of play. It'll be 5-6-7 in the Renegades lineup here in the second. Fuller, Ott, and Gorling. Herschel, the catcher, if any of them can reach, will come to the plate. Renegades have one hit so far, and it was the Wagner solo homer. Shell this one 3-1. to 1-1 one. One pitch coming to four is swung on a miss as he chased upstairs. Now one ball and two strike on the Renegades' DH. Past two pitches by Caesar, both in uh, Fuller's kitchen, so look for him to go away here with the slider, and hopefully Fuller won't chase. Caesar will look into the catcher, Nojos. Now sets and straightens up at the belt. The 1-2 pitch, like you said, low and away, but no chase there by four. Even two balls and two strikes. You think you try and go that way again, or do you maybe come back up with the fastball? It looks like Fuller's having trouble with the uh, high fastball inside, so I think he might go back there and try to get in the K. 2-2 count now. Looks like Hinojosh is moving out towards that outer corner. This pitch is a fastball upstairs. Swung on a missed. It was not fouled, and that's a strikeout. And exactly like you said, chased upstairs, and it's now out number one here in the second back-to-back strikeouts for Caesar. Ball popped out of the glove of the catcher, Nojos, but it was just because he dropped it, not because it was foul. So Fuller down on strikes, and now to bring up Colby Ott stepping in. He's at second base tonight for Jefferson City. Renegades playing their first game that will count in the record books since last Friday when they had a doubleheader against Des Moines. First pitch to Ott in there, a called strike. Ott back into the box now. Righty-righty match between him and Caesar. Caesar, outside of the mistake on the home run, has looked good, been attacking the strike zone. This one, the slider, swung on a miss, 0-2. That one looked to have some movement. Didn't carry as much outside of the zone, but certainly had some movement to it. Absolutely. He places that slider very well. It's uh, giving the Renegade some struggles right now. 0-2 pitch, skips in there, blocked nicely. So now one ball and two strikes. Carter Gorling, the first baseman, waiting on deck. Renegades did not trail at any point last time they took the trip to Lions Stadium here to face Nevada. They now are down 3-1 to one in the second. This pitch skips in there again. Now we're even two balls and two strikes on Ott. 
This game only seven innings since it's the first of a doubleheader. A little bit of a late start with the first game starting at 6 p.m. So we'll be here at the ballpark pretty late into the night tonight. Ott back into the box now. He's worked it even. Two balls, two strikes. And here's the delivery. Misses upstairs and it's run all the way full. What a great at-bat by Ott. Probably good to get a pitch to hit here, but he's put himself in a situation where a walk would be uh, beneficial to the Renegades. Walk would bring the tying run to the plate and Goring who waits on deck. Ott, the number six hitter, has worked this one full and Ojos looks to be setting up inside. This pitch will miss inside and that's a walk to Ott. He'll take first base with one out here in the second inning. So a nicely worked at that at bat there by the Renegade second baseman because Ott fell behind, no balls and two strikes, chased a couple of pitches, and then laid off some tough ones to work at full. And then the full count pitch really not close, and he takes the walk. So now Goring will step in. They have the first baseman, Piazza, holding on Ott at first base. Don't believe we'll see Ott run here. Can't recall a whole lot of times where he's tried to swipe a bag. First pitch to Goring, and there's a fastball called strike. After three straight balls thrown, good idea by Gorling to uh, look at a pitch and see if Caesar can find the strike zone. Caesar threw over to first, but back in standing easily was Ott. Gorling rips this one hard, but it's foul off to the left side. So even at a ball and a strike just out in front of that one, or excuse me, it was a 0-1 count, so now it's no balls and two strikes. Herschel, the catcher, waits on deck. One out into this second inning. Renegades have gone strikeout and walk here. Now trailing by two runs. Caesar sets. He's in an 0-2 count to Goring. This pitch misses way inside. Goring almost was hit with that one. Got out of the way. It's now a ball and two strikes. Renegades after the doubleheader tonight will be at home tomorrow against Chillicothe, team from the North Division. 1-2 pitch to Goring is hit on a couple hops to the second baseman Eastman. He's going to show his chance at short. The return throw to first is in time, and that's a double play to end the inning as Goring grounds into the 4-6-3 double play. So Renegades show this one 3-1. We'll head to the bottom of the second inning. Griffin's coming to the plate. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. 
Caleb Kierker out for his second inning of work. We're going to have a smoother bottom of the second inning. It'll start with the bottom portion of this Nevada lineup. It'll be seven, or excuse me, eight to nine, then back to the top of the order. He'll face Anojos, Eastman, and then Chance looking to keep the Renegade deficit at just two runs. You think after that long inning in the first, we'll see Carriker really attack the strike zone here? I think so, especially with the bottom of the lineup coming up. I think he'll work quick and try to get three quick, easy outs to uh, save his arm and try to make it uh, at least to the fifth in this game is what the Renegades need. So Carriker ready to go. Into the box now is the catcher. Righty-righty matchup, and the first delivery is going to be off the outside corner. One ball, no strikes. I actually like the, even though missed for a ball, I like that pitch. Did not miss by a whole lot. We're trying to steal a first pitch strike on the outside corner, so I would not be surprised if he comes back to that pitch. This one does catch the corner even at a ball and a strike. That's probably what he was trying to do on the first pitch, just barely missed. Right. And that pitch on the outside sets up for a good slider away. I like, uh, like his approach there. So into the windup now, the 1-1 pitch is going to be the slider, like you said, and it's a called strike one and two. Did not miss away. It actually caught that outside corner. Perfect location there. Great pitch. Looked like the best one he's thrown tonight. So now ahead, one ball, two strike, looking for a second strikeout of the game. This one is going to miss away, and now we're even. Just about 30 minutes into this one on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades jumped out one nothing in the top of the first, but then gave up three in the bottom half. They trail three to one. Bottom of the second now. Two two pitches hit off the end of the bat foul and out of play. Three straight sliders in a row. Uh, look for character to throw a fastball to try to speed it up on the eighth place hitter here. Renegades look to have everyone on the defense on the infield in pretty much normal spots. Maybe Gorling pulled a little bit more towards the first baseline, so there is some room to work with on the right side of the infield. 2-2 pitch now coming once again. It's hit in the air to left. I think that's going to get foul. It's hooking, and it will get down foul, so we'll do it again. Hit that ball pretty well down the left field line. It's 325 out there. Probably sent that one 300 or 310, but it was certainly foul. A-place hitter is showing that he is a threat, so character does have to execute here and make a good pitch. Well, like you said, I think he went with the fastball there, but that one looked to be up out over the middle of the plate, and if not for Anojo's being out in front of it, he really could have done some damage with that pitch. So after back-to-back -back fouls, we'll do another two-ball, two-strike pitch, and time is called. So we'll have to wait. Again, first of two here tonight between Nevada and the Renegades. Character into the lineup. The 2-2 is swung on a miss. Beauty of a slider there. And he gets Nojo to strike out for out number one here in the second inning. I don't want to speak too soon, but I think Character is finding, finding his stuff and finding the zone. Yeah, that was a very good at-bat for him. So now he'll face number nine here, Mason Eastman with one out and nobody on in the second inning. Retired the first batter of the first before trouble struck and four straight reached. Hopefully this one a much more clean inning for the Renegades right-hander. This pitch misses way upstairs. Eastman 1-0. After this, we'll go back to the top of the lineup in Chance, who flew out to right field waiting on deck. Back into the box now is Eastman after the one ball, no strike pitch is going to miss low. So now two balls and no strikes on the second baseman, a number nine hitter for Nevada. He needs to try his best and get back in the count here with it, with it being the nine hitter. Into the windup now, Herschel sets low and away, and this one will just catch the outside corner. Great location there, and a borderline pitch goes the way of Carriker, makes it 2-1. So back in the at-bat now is Carriker. We'll see if he can deliver strike two. 
Righty kicks the leg and will deliver one off the outside part of the plates. Makes it 3-1. and one. Pretty similar idea there as to the 2-0 pitch, but this one much more off the plate. And now Carricker in danger of putting a base runner on. He's in a 3-1 count, and his delivery will be swung on a miss. Good off-speed pitch there, and it's run full. So a big pitch here now coming could mean the difference between a smooth second inning for Carricker, who really needs it after having to face seven batters, giving up three runs in the first. He's got to make a pitch here. Here comes a three-ball, two-strike pitch to Eastman. It's swung on a miss, and three straight strikeouts now for Carricker. He's got back-to-back of them in the second inning. And like you said, I think he may be finding his stuff a little bit. Yep. Great way to get back into the count there. Confident in his pitches and rearing back and throwing his best stuff all night. That's what it looks like. So Chance in. Flew out to right field to get this bottom of the first inning going. And now in with nobody on and two outs in the bottom of the second inning. First pitch grounded to short. Hopkins plays it on a couple of hops. His throw to first base. Good stretch by Goring on a high throw. And he stays on the bag for out number three. And a nice bounce back inning for Caleb Carricker. So after the three up, three down second, we'll head to the third. Renegade Trail this one, three to one. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community to find out more about the boone county journal or to subscribe call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com the boone county journal we're with you all the way Joe Hersler coming to the dish to lead off the top of the third inning for the Renegades. They trail this one 3-1, to one, and it'll be the bottom of the lineup for the Renegades looking to get things going and potentially start the comeback. It'll be Hersler, Hopkins, then back to the top, and Adonis Forte facing Jeremiah Caesar. First pitch to Hersler is hit in the air out to center field. Martino going after it. Speeds up. He's going to not catch that. And that splits the gap and will go to the wall. Hersler on his way to second base. Just now picked up by Pickering. Hersler will slam on the brakes halfway around second and stay there. And that's a leadoff double to get the third inning going. Just what the Renegades needed. Once again, Renegades players looking. First pitch fastball. They know they can handle it from Caesar. I love the approach. I hope, uh, hope Hopkins takes note of that and looks for the same. Well, I think Martino off the bat thought he had an easier play because you could see right before the ball dropped, he picked up some speed as almost to say, oh, this ball is carrying more than I thought. It had some tail action to it, and then once it got down, split the gap and one hopped off the wall. So Herschel now at second base, Hopkins in, and this pitch misses the side. 1-0 Hopkins has been one of the more, the, uh, more hot Renegades hitters as of late. He has really found his swing, and they could use a hit right here and make this a one-run ball game. 
So Hershler at second, double there to start this third inning against Caesar. Swing and a miss here from Hopkins. It's now one ball and one strike. Looks like Caesar won with the off speed there. Hopkins a great weapon to have at the bottom of your lineup because he can hit. Not a big lead off second for Hershler. Shortstop chance is shaded just a little bit towards the second base bag. Not by a whole lot. 1-1 pitch is swung on a miss again. It goes in and out of the catcher's glove, but Herschel will stay put at second base. It's now 1-2 and two on Hopkins. Looks like before this 1-2 pitch, we're going to have a meeting at the mound between Caesar and Hinojos. Renegade's leadoff hitter, Adonis Forte, waits on deck. At the very least, you'd like to see Hopkins here. Maybe just move Herschler up to third base, and then you give Forte a chance with a ball in play to drive him in. Absolutely. But Hopkins going to have to battle now in a two-strike count. He's behind one and two after back-to-back -back swings and misses. Caesar has struck out two already, allowed now two hits through the little over two innings that he's pitched. Long look into the catcher, flashing the signs now, setting. Looks like it's going to be low and away. Here is the pitch to Hopkins, grounded foul. Almost took out Forte over there, and we'll do the one-two again. Great foul off by Hopkins there, just staying alive. It was a good pitch by Caesar. Hopkins, like you said, just catching enough. Hit it hard, but it was clear he was very behind on that pitch. So now we'll do the one-two again. Not a whole lot of room to work with on the right side. They had the second baseman, Eastman, playing pretty far to his left. So not a big hole there for Hopkins. This pitch is swung on in and out of the glove of the catcher. And I believe that they're going to say that's a foul ball. They're now pointing towards the first baseman. Is that catcher's interference? It is, and Hopkins is going to reach at first base. Glove came off the catcher in Ojos, and they're going to say that it hit the swing of Hopkins, and that gives the Renegade shortstop a free pass on down there to first, and now first and second, nobody out. That's not something you see every game. I can say that for sure. So that's huge because Hopkins was down in a 1-2 count, and on the swing took the glove off of the catcher, and he now gets to take first base on catcher's interference. So I believe that doesn't go down as official at bat. I believe that just counts the same as a walk. So now it'll be first and second base back to the top of the lineup and Adonis Forte. Renegade show 3-1, to one, but a gap shot here by Forte could potentially knock this thing up. First pitch to him and he's way outside 1-0. and oh. You are right, though. Catch interference is not a call you see a whole lot. And Renegades get to benefit, benefit from it here. Looks like Nevada's catcher is going to be okay, though, so that, that is good. Yeah, well, he was shaking the hand after the glove came off for about 30 seconds. 1-0 pitch to Forte. Misses outside, and that'll go off the glove and allow both runners to advance. Herschel up to third, Hopkins to second. Now two in scoring position. Still nobody out in the third, and a single could tie this game at three if Forte can come through. Forte in an advantage position, 2-0 count. Runner on third and second. He's He's got the stuff. He sprays it all over the field. Look for him to get a pitch to hit here, and hopefully he takes advantage. 1-0 pitch was way outside, but it went in and out of the glove of the catcher in Ojos and kicked way off towards the left side, the Nevada dugout. So both runners easily able to advance. Now infield in at the corners. 2-0 pitch misses outside again. It's now 3-0 to Adonis Forte, and Cole Wagner hit a solo home run in the first inning and waits on deck. Middle infield plays back, but the first baseman, Piazza, has... Looks like the front of his feet on the grass. 3-0 pitch to Forte. This one misses outside, and the Renegades have him loaded with nobody out in the third inning after the walk to Forte. And here comes Cole Wagner in a bases-loaded opportunity. 
Looks like Teaser might have lost his own a little bit here. He, he's just throwing fastballs too. I don't know if he lost confidence in his slider or what, but Wagner already with a home run in his bag today. Looks to get this game back to tight or even better, break it open a little bit. This inning started with a double by Joe Herschel that was hit deep to right center field, but then Caesar was ahead one ball, two strike to Hopkins. Then Hopkins got catcher's interference and reached, and then Forte just walked to low to the bases for Wagner. First pitch to him, misses low and away. That's now five straight balls thrown by Caesar. Like you said, it looks to be maybe losing the stuff a little bit. So Wagner one for one with a solo home run. This time bats bases loaded. Just a slight open stance. Front foot pulled out a little bit. 1-0 pitch to Wagner. This one also outside. It's now 2-0. And you have to think Wagner is just probably going to be given the red light until Caesar can throw a strike. It's now been six straight balls. Absolutely. Once again, looks like Nevada has the defense in a little bit at the corners. Back uh, Middle infield plays back, obviously hoping for the double play. But Gray and Piazza are pulled in a little bit. 2-0 pitch now coming to Wagner. Base is loaded. This one misses low and away. Three balls and no strikes on Cole Wagner. And the Renegades have a shot now to make this a 3-2 game if Caesar can't come back with a strike to Wagner. Jackson Lovich, the third baseman, waits on deck. Herschel at third, Hopkins at second, and Forte at first. 3-0 pitch is a called strike. Just nabs the outside corner. It's now 3-1. Probably a very good take there by Wagner. Was not a great pitch to hit. Just caught the outside corner. Agreed that. I think Wagner takes again here with only one strike coming out of the past two batters. Wagner leads the Renegades by far and walks. 3-1 pitch grounded weakly to the second baseman Eastman. He is going to have one play that is to first. It's in time to get Wagner, but everyone else advances and a run scores. So a productive out for Wagner. It's now a 3-2 ball game on the RBI ground out. That ball was hit just so weakly, but by the time the second baseman, Eastman, got it, he had only one play, and that was the first base. And even though you make an out, I think you take that there because you only make one out and a run scores. Absolutely, and you get Forte in a scoring position who has speed that a single will score him about anywhere on the field. Forte, like you said, moves up to second, Hopkins to third, Herschler in, and give Wagner the RBI. He's driven in both Renegades' runs, and now Jackson Lovich in with two on and one out. First pitch to him is fouled just in front of home plate. 0-1. This game now a 3-2 score. Nevada still leading, but Forte who walked at second and Hopkins reached on catcher's interference at third base. One run already in against Jeremiah Caesar who has walked two now, struck out two, and given up two hits to go with two runs. So two's wild. 0-1 pitch to Lovich is fouled straight back. So now 0-2, pretty imperative here that Lovich at least makes contact. Can't afford a strikeout here and potentially strand two in scoring position. So back into the box now is Lovich. He's behind in an 0-2 count. He flew out to left his first time up. A fine ball like that again would score a run. Here comes the delivery. This one swung on a miss as he chased low and away. And catcher Hinojo's up with the tag. That's a big out number two for Caesar as Lovich down on three pitches. Good slider by Caesar. Started in the zone, creeped out. Lovich, uh, going to be tough not to chase those pitches like that. Yeah, like you said, it had a lot of movement, and that was a pitch we saw him lay off in the first at bat, unable to do it there. And I'll be up to Renegades All Star Jack Matashek if the Renegades want to tie the game or take the lead. He bats with runners on second and third, and two outs. Caesar's first pitch to him is going to miss low, 1 0. Matashek struck out swinging the first time up. Renegades had had. Three straight reach to start this inning. Double catches interference and walk. Wagner then grounded out to bring home one run. 
and then Lovich struck out. So still two runners on, but now two outs. It's going to take a knock for the Renegades to add more here in the third. This one hit high in the air to right, a mile high. Second baseman Eastman goes out, Pickering coming in. Who wants it? Eastman calling for it, and he makes the catch on a ball that just continued to hang up in the air, and that's out number three. So the Renegades strand a couple runners, but they did inch closer in the score column. We'll head to the bottom of the third inning. Nevada leads us one 3-2 on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Caleb Carriker back out there looking to have another strong inning after he went 3 of 3 down in the second. Bryce, what did you like that you saw out of Carriker in the second? A really nice rebound inning for him. His off speed is looking much sharper than the first inning. It's giving Nevada's batters a lot of trouble, and I think he should go to it again and then work the fastball off of that other than the normal way of working the fastball first and off-speed off of it. His off-speed is very sharp tonight. Renegades just adding a run in the top of the third inning, so it makes it a 3-2 ball game. Nevada still leads, and Carrick are now going to work against Piazza. This pitch is in there, called strike 0-1-1. It'll be Piazza, Man Warren, and Pickering all reached in the first and also all scored, so... Imperative that Carricker has better at bats against them this time. He did jump out 0 1 just now to Piazza into the lineup now, and his delivery is going to miss up and away 1 1. Piazza lined a home run for the first run of the game for Nevada while we were off the air in the first inning. Now bats with nobody on to begin this bottom of the third. Carricker's delivery is grounded to first baseman. Gorling plays it, and he takes it to the bag himself for out number one. And a nice job there by Carricker to get Piazza for the first time tonight and out number one here in the third. Another quick start to this inning. Carricker seems like he works better when he gets outs quick. Well, Gorling had a pretty easy play there for the first out. It wasn't hit all that hard, and once he had it, took it to the bag himself for the first out of the third. Now Carricker will get back on the bump to face Sam Man Warren, who doubled and scored a run in the first. This one lined right back where it came from into center field. That's a one-out single, and Forte fields it on a couple of hops, fires it back in, and Man Warren will stop at first, but he's now two for two, a single and a double on two very well-hit balls. So Carricker, after it retired five in a row, or actually six in a row up until that single, now has to go back out of the stretch. And it'll be Andrew Pickering with a two-run home run, a screamer in the first inning. Renegades can't afford to have that happen again. 
And Warren will lead off of first base, one out. Goring holds holds him on at a big lead. Character straightens up. And the delivery is hit in the air. Foul out of play to the left side. 0-1. This inning started with a ground out for the first out, but then Van Warren just singled to center field, so that's where he currently stands with one out. Kierker got the foul ball on Pickering for the first strike. Now we'll see what he delivers on 0-1. It is in there, a called strike. Go to location on the inside corner, 0-2 now to Pickering. Great pitch. Pickering wasn't expecting the inside part at all. Great pitch by Kierker. So Carricker a chance to get out number two if he can retire Pickering. Carricker through the first two innings has struck out three and given him four hits. Has not walked a batter. Small lead at first base for Man Warren. And here's the 0-2 delivery. Swung on and missed. Chasing the off-speed down and away was Pickering. And he's retired for the first time tonight. Out number two in the third inning. A big one for Carricker. Carricker throwing it to the plate with confidence even after the two-run shot. So now center fielder Nicholas Martino will step in. He's got a runner at first base with two outs now. Carricker certainly looks like he has stepped things up. Since Martino singled with one out in the first inning, Carricker has retired everyone but one since. So a big difference from the last time Martino stepped into the batter's box. He singled in the first, then was retired on the fielder's choice on that excellent diving play by Renegade shortstop Taylor Hopkins. Otherwise, who knows how many runs the Griffins may have put up in the first. This slider misses way outside, goes to the backstop, and that's going to allow Man Warren to move up to second base. Looked like he was trying to go off speed down away there, and that one was just nowhere close. So 1-0 count now to Martino. He's gone ground out, single strikeouts. Renegades just made it a one-run game. Can't afford to give that run right back up, especially when this game is only going seven innings. And Renegades will only have four more turns to the plate. They like their chances to score at least one more run, but don't want to make the deficit any larger. 1-0 count now. Check of the runner and the delivery. This one bends in there, and it's going to be hit foul to the left side, 1-1. One one. That one I don't know for sure, but that looked like it had more vertical movement than side to side. So maybe he came back with a curveball there, but that's not a pitch he's thrown a whole lot tonight. We talked about it. It looked like he threw it early in the first inning and I think that's what the first home run was off of so uh, we thought he might have scrapped it for the night but he's going back to it and it looks smooth there 1-1 one, one pitch now Man Warren off a of second base not hold on Carricker looks back at him and now will come home this pitch misses way inside and that's actually going to get Martino he's hit by a pitch and he'll head down to first base for the second time tonight now two on with two out for the Griffins had not seen Carricker walk a batter so that's really the first Real loss of control that he's had, but now going to have to bat with two on and two out, and we'll face Seth Gray, who was robbed by a Taylor Hopkins sliding play and then a out at second base. So he's 0 for 1, but a single here could likely put the Griffins out in front 4 to 2. So Carricker looking to complete inning number three. He has looked a lot smoother ever since the first, but one more big out to get here in the third. They do not hold the runner. Martino on at first base. Goring plays almost directly behind him. Carricker will set Carricker will set at the belt. And here's the first delivery. It is just off the outside corner, 1-0. Herschler tried to bring that one back up. Do a little pitch framing. Did not get the call. 
Man Warren, who singled off at second base. Martino, who was hit by a pitch at first. This one way up in and actually over the head of Gray. But it was caught by Hersher, so does not allow anyone to advance. But now 2-0 on Carriker, at least to the last two batters. The command faltering just a little bit. Carriker needs to be careful and not throw a fastball center cut. So a big pitch now coming 2-0 to Gray. Natarada waits on deck. Gorling now moving a few steps in at first base. This one popped up to the right side. Gorling after it. Think he has a play. He slows up. Back puddling now and makes the catch. And a big out number three for Carriker. As that ends the third inning. And I don't think Gray is happy about it as he's out on the 2-0 pitch. So we'll head to the fourth. Renegade show this one. It's a 3-2 Griffins lead. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Home run derby champ Luke Fuller in to start the top of the fourth for the Renegades. Jeff City could use a blast from him as that would not this game 3-3. Three three. Nevada currently leads and Fuller has just one home run in the regular season, and that one home run came here at this ballpark the last time the Renegades visited. His pitch comes inside, and that hits Fuller, and that's a leadoff base runner for the Renegades, and Fuller will reach base for the first time tonight on for the Renegades. So Caesar, a brief loss of control there. And Colby Ott will step in. He walked his first time up in the second inning. Now bats... With the tying run at first base in the top of the fourth inning, Caesar sets and the first pitch to Ott swung on a miss 0-1. To try to break into Caesar here would be beneficial to the Renegades to try to get into that Nevada bullpen earlier rather than later. Fuller not a big lead at first base. This one misses up and away. Now even at a ball and a strike to Ott. We've got Goring on deck and her sort of follow. Renegades had a battle with one out when Ott reached in the second, but then Goring grounded into a double play. This time a runner on with nobody out in the fourth, and a pitch missing low and away. Good hold up there by Ott. Looked like he wanted to swing, but did not. It's now 2-1. and one. That was the slider, too, and Caesar threw a pretty good one. Had a lot of movement that just ducked off the plate, but Ott holds up. Caesar's allowed two hits, two runs, and two strikeouts so far through the first three innings. This one, Ott popped up, but over our heads on a play. Now two balls and two strikes. Ott needs to be careful here. Again, that slider. 
on the outside corner is something Caesars went back to and back to to get his strikeouts. Needs to be careful here, not chase. It's now a two-ball, two-strike count after the foul ball. Fuller at first base. This one grounded to the third baseman to his left. Gray's got it, goes to second for one. The throw to first. Ott beats it out. So that'll be just one out, but Fuller retired. And the good speed of Ott there to beat that one out because off the bat thought that was going to be a double play. So they'll just trade places, Fuller and Ott. That was a nice play by Gray moving to his left, feeded Eastman at second base, and then the throw was a good one to first, but just a little bit late to get to Ott, and now one on with one out. So Carter Gorley, who grounded into a double play, steps in. Same opportunity for him here in the fourth, one on, one out. Caesar sets in the first pitch to him, misses up and in one and out. Joe Hersler doubled and scored a run last inning, waits on deck. Renegade show this one three to two. Throw over to first base. Ott back in plenty of time standing. So still a one ball, no strike count on the Renegade's first baseman. Goring 0 for 1. This pitch misses way outside and gets away from the catcher. Goes to the backstop and Ott can trot on up to second base. Renegades now have a runner in scoring position with one out. That's a big miss there because now it completely changes the dynamic of this inning. Absolutely, a single should score odd pretty easily, so big mistake by Caesar right there. And especially when you think about the fact Gorling came up with odd on first base in the second and crowded into a double play. Double play now eliminated. So a 2-0 count on Gorling. Caesar quickly glances back at Ott, dancing a little bit off second base. This one way outside again, this time corralled by Anojos, but it's now 3-0 on Carter Gorling. He given Gorling the green light or the red light here? I think the way he hits the ball, I think I'll give him a green light. Should be a fastball center cut. Got a guy on second. See if he can drive it. Shortstop chance playing almost behind the runner on at second base. 3-0 pitch. It's the slider, and it catches the outside part of the zone, and that's strike one. I think that was a good take. That's not the pitch you're looking for, 3-0. Absolutely not. That slider, it's got great movement on it. High probability of being a ground ball, so great take there by Gor Gorlin. So three ball, one strike count, one out, and a runner on second base. Caesar looks in, and the 3-1 is going to miss up and away. That's a one-out walk, and now runners at first and second base for the Renegades with Joe Hersler coming up. A nice at-bat there by Gorling. And with Hersler coming to the plate, I want to tell you about Walk-Off Wood Bat Company, handcrafted right here in Missouri. Walk-Off Wood Bat Company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. Nevada does not hold the runner Gorling on at first base. Piazza plays almost directly behind them back on the deeper part of the infield. Ott's at second base. That's where they currently stand. Hersler one for one with a double and a run scored. Steps in. Renegade show this one three to two. Ott doing a lot of dancing off of second base and Hersler will take inside. This one's going to get past the catcher and go to the backstop and both runners advance and now two in scoring position for the Renegades here in the top of the fourth inning. Pass balls have been a lot of trouble for Nevada so far. I think we've already seen four or five of them, and we're just a little over three innings into this one, and now moves two into scoring position for the Renegades. It's about the only mistake Caesar's really made tonight is pass balls. He's got great stuff, but sometimes that can be a curse, too, if your catcher can't handle it. 
Want to finish off saying that in addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, Walk Off Wood Bat Company also offers a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. So to help find your confidence at the plate, give Walk Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816 261 1014 or visit wildbats.com. Hopefully, Joe Herschler's got some magic and his bat and could find outfield grass here and at least tie the game, maybe give the Renegades the lead. Coring at second on at third and a 1 0 count with one out in the fourth. Hersher will hit this one in the air to center field. Martina going back, moving under it. Ott will likely tag. He is going to come to the plate. The throw will be cut off. Growing also moving up to third. And that will tie the game at three. And a productive at that at bat there for Hersher. A sack fly makes this a 3-3 ball game. Great awareness right there to know again. First pitch, most likely it could be something to hit. He knew he just had to get it to the outfield and execute it. It's what the Renegades need to keep doing here. And also big that Gorling moves up to second. It wasn't all that deep. I was kind of surprised to see Gorling go. And the reason that's so big is with all the pass balls and wild pitches that we've already had in this game, now Gorling 90 feet away. If one more gets to the backstop, Renegades could take the lead here. So now Taylor Hopkins in, reached on catcher's interference his first time up, hits this one on the infield, popped up, shortstop chance going after it, and makes the catch to end the inning. Hopkins is retired, may have broken his bat as well. But regardless, the Renegades have tied the game on a sack fly by Joe Herschler. So we'll head to the bottom of the fourth inning. This is now a 3-3 ball game. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech we say... From the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. Riverhill Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverhill Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverhill Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverhill Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Ben Schmidt and Bryce Kreisel coming to you live from the Dock and Home Direct broadcast booth. Renegade just nodding this up 3-3 three three as we head to the bottom of the fourth. What have you seen out of character these last couple innings? Because he's really rebounded ever since that rough first. Absolutely. He's just coming in confident, working faster too, not taking as long in between pitches, thinking about the last pitch, just going right after one, one right after one another. So Carrico will face the bottom part of this order in the fourth. His first one is lined, and that's going to get over the leap of hop and into the right center field gap. Matashek quickly after that will hold the batter not errata to a single. But that one just enough height to go over the leap of Colby Ott and into the outfield for a leadoff base hit to get this fourth going. 
So good there by Nanarada to take advantage. I didn't see the pitch. Did he go first pitch fastball there? Or did first he pitch see? fastball. Yep. Center cut. Did a nice piece of hit. So now it'll be Josh Nozo stepping in with one on and nobody out. It'll be him followed by Eastman, then back to the top of the order. Both Hinojos and Eastman struck out swinging their first times up. That was back in the second. Now here in the bottom of the fourth, runner on first base and nobody out. This pitch bends on the outside corner. Good location there, 0-1. Big inning coming now for Carriker because with this game only being seven, and especially when you talk about the Renegades, Dynamite, Closer, Tanner Schmitz, his ability to go multiple innings. If you could get through the fourth, maybe even the fifth out of Carriker, you could potentially turn it over right to your closure, whether it's a tie ball game or if the Renegades can take the lead. Absolutely. I'm pretty confident that's Coach Mike D'Amelio's plan as well. Oh, one pitch coming is a fastball called strike 0 and 2. Don't think Hinojos liked that call. Kind of whipped the head out of there once the umpire raised the right arm. So no balls and two strikes. It's bottom of the fourth just underway. 3-3 ball game between the Griffins and the Renegades. Only go in seven innings, so he, every inning here from on out is very important. Adorada at first base, nobody out. And here comes the 0-2 pitch from Carriker. Bends just high. Thought he might have got the slider for call strike three, but just missed one and two. Very, very good pitch. Don't know if I'd take that one again. I'll just say that much. So one ball, two strike count. Not a big lead for Adorada at first base. Eastman waits on deck. Carriker so far at the three innings has struck out four, allowed now six hits and three runs. One-two pitch is going to be called strike three on the outside corner. Backwards K, the second strikeout for Nohan Ojos, and that's a big first out here in the fourth inning as Carriker comes right back for a strikeout. Carriker is com comboing his pitches very well, having each first pitch work off the next one, doing a great job of pitching right, right now, keeping the Renegades in this game. Well, that was a perfect location with the fastball, and even better by Hersler about where he set up and then brought that pitch a little bit up back towards the zone. Some good pitch framing there, and now Mason Eastman steps in one-on-one -on -one out. First pitch to him, misses outside a ball. Eastman got underway with a single to right just over the leap of Colby Ott. That's Nadarada who stands at first base, and after the strikeout, still there with one out. We're at the number nine hitter in the order for the Griffins. So imperative here, the character gets Eastman before going back to the top. Wouldn't want to have two on for him. This one grounded, just foul of the third base bag. That makes it a ball and a strike, but good there because if that ball stays fair, that's going down the line for extra bases. I think we may have had a broken bat there too. Looked like Eastman may have just exchanged bats. Heard some groans out of that Nevada dugout, so... That bat may be gone on a foul ball, so it's a 1-1 count, runner on first base. Nevada Griffins batting here in the bottom of the fourth inning in a 3-3 ball game. Jeff City sitting at 13-16, meanwhile Nevada at 11-22. Runners going this pitch, a ball. Herschler throws from a knee on one hop to second. The tag is just late, and in there safely is Nadarada. A stolen base just in front of the throw from Herschler, and now a runner in scoring position for Nevada. Tell you what, Herschel threw that ball from 1D, and it was just about a perfect throw. So just a little bit too late, a good break there for Nadarada. Absolutely. Important for character now to keep the ball in the infield. Pitch missed on the stolen base, so it's a 2-1 count on Eastman. Eastman 0-for-1 with a strikeout. Another one of those would be big right here. Carriker checks the runner and will deliver a ball hit into shallow right field. That's going to be caught by Matashek on a nice running grab and a big out number two. Thought that ball may have a chance to fall in, but Matashek got on his horse and made the catch 
and Nadarada stays put at second base. A big out number two there for Renegade starting pitcher Carriker. Great range by Matishak, too, to get behind that ball and shoot it to the infield quick to make sure his runner on second don't tag up and make it to third. Well, the way for it, when that ball was hit off the bat, I thought it was going to get into right center, but when Forte wasn't moving a whole lot, I thought that was because the, the ball was going to drop, but then I saw Matishak close on it. A nice running grab there. He went a long way to make the catch, showing off the range. Now we go back to the top of the lineup and Caleb Chance, who's 0 for 2, but a base hit here could put Nevada back out in front. Nadarada, who stole a base at second. This one, a called strike on the outside corner, 0-1. Chance flew out to right, then grounded out to shortstop his first two at-bats. First time he'll be up in an RBI opportunity. Not a whole lot of those for a leadoff hitter. Second baseman Ott shading towards Nadarada at second, 0-1. Slider misses away, 1-1. One one. I like the idea there by Carriker. Try to get him to chase in a strike one count. Just good hold up there by Chance. Working away a lot this inning. So a one ball, one strike count, two outs, and a runner on second base. Nevada looking to get back out in front. It's currently 3-3. Three to three. Carriker's pitch bends in there. Called strike one and two. Beauty of a slider there. So now one more strike to go for Carriker to try and get through four innings. He has rebounded nicely since he gave up three in the first. No runs allowed since. He's also got five strikeouts. And now would be the perfect time for number six. He's got chance in a one-two count. Nadarada at second. The delivery is swung on grounded weakly to short. It's going to be Lovitz taking it. Cuts in front of Hopkins. Then throws to first. Goring keeping the foot on the bag. Goes what to the belly. Play. And like you said, what a play there by Goring to not only get out number three, but potentially save a run. So we'll head to the fifth inning now, still tied thanks to some good Renegades defense. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. To the fifth we go in a 3-3 ball game between the Griffins 
and the Renegades final warm-up pitch thrown by Caesar. But the Griffins' third base coach has been arguing that call to end the inning, all half inning. Right when we went to break, the umpires discussed whether or not Goring had kept his foot on the bag on the ground out to end the inning. They did continue to rule that he was out, but the uh, Nevada Griffins' third base coach apparently does not like that call. I don't know what his, I don't know what his, his um, he's still he's still arguing about that call. The final warm-up pitch has been thrown, and he's still arguing. And this is something that we saw out of him in both other games between the Griffins and the Renegades. Just continuing to argue with the umpire over and over again, and he's doing it again tonight. It is his right to ask questions, but this has been going on for three minutes or so. Yeah. I mean, the call's a call, so... Oh, yeah. No, I, I completely get it, especially because it was a questionable call, too. I mean, it's just the fact that, like you said, it's been three or four minutes now because it started right after the out, and it's gone through the whole half inning, and now right. into after the warm-up pitches have been thrown. So, yeah, it's... it's uh, argue, arguing's finally over. They have finished that off. Call, like I said, all that matters they ruled him out for the Renegade's sake. And now here we go to the fifth top of the order. Do up. First pitch looks at a ball to Forte. He might have done his pitcher Caesar a disservice. We know Caesar likes to work quick and standing around after his warm-up pitches. Might have done Caesar a disservice. We'll have to see. We Forte, Wagner, and Lovich in the top of the fifth inning for the Renegades. This one misses again. Two balls, no strikes on Adonis Forte. Yeah, you bring up a good point. That's not something I thought about. I mean, it, by continuing to stand out there, because it probably went about a minute or so after Caesar had been done throwing, I mean, you are you are hurting your team more than you're helping because they're not going to overturn the call at that point. So now a two-ball no-strike count to Forte. Lead-off batter in the fifth. Fouls this one off to the left side. Out of play now, two and one. Renegades had a lead for all of about ten minutes in this one. They jumped out one and nothing in the first but then gave up three in the bottom half, have crawled back since to make it 3-3. This one hit high in the air to right center field. Center fielder Martino going after it just in front of the track makes the catch, and Forte is retired for out number one. Gave that one a ride, but just hit too high in the air, and enough time for Martino to run under it. Unfortunate for the Renegades to not get the most electric base runner on the team on base. That, uh, he, uh, throughout the whole year, has been the start of most of the offense, I've noticed. He gets on base and good things happen. So now Cole Wagner stepping in with nobody on and one out in the top of the fifth inning. Wagner's had a good day, driven in two out of the three Renegades runs, one of them on a solo home run on a line drive missile out to right field. Another one of those will put the Renegades out in front. He swings and misses here 0-1. Caesar so far has pitched four and a third, struck out two to go with three walks, two hits, and three runs. Pass balls and wild pitches have really hurt him so far. Misses inside, makes it one ball, one strike. Good take by Wagner there. That ball spent 90% of the time in the zone and just creeped out. So Wagner one for two, two RBIs. Nobody on and one out here in the fifth. One, one pitch, just swung on a miss. Looked like he chased the fastball up there. It's now one and two. Jackson Lovich 0 for 2 with a flout and a strikeout waiting on deck for the Renegades looking to take their first lead since the first. Here comes the 1-2 pitch to Wagner grounded weakly past the pitcher Caesar, but the shortstop chance is there and makes the throw to first base in time 2 up to down here in the fifth inning. So a nice play there on the run by Chance coming in to field that ball on a couple of hops and then delivered a perfect throw to Piazza. And Renegades, if they want to get a base runner on here in the fifth inning, it's going to be up to Jackson Lovich. Renegades, although they went three up, three down in the second, got a runner on with a walk. So if Lovich can't re here, reach here, this would be the first inning that the Renegades do not put at least one man on base. 
Oh, just a slight wave of the bat over his right shoulder, way up and in, and it's going to miss for a ball, 1-0. Thought that may have had a chance of hitting him, but he ducked out of the way, Lovich did. It's now one ball and no strikes. Very close, trying to get in his kitchen there. He looked first slider away, and hopefully Lovich can hold off. Lovich sits at one home run on the year. Solo home run at Vivian Field a couple of weeks ago. 1-0 pitch to him. Is it high in the air? Bit playable in shallow left field. It's actually going to be a chance the shortstop going out, and he will make the catch just a few steps in the grass, and the Renegades, for the first time tonight, do not put a runner on base. So this game stays tied. We'll head to the bottom of the fifth inning. We'll see if Nevado jumps back out in front. It's a 3-3 ball game. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take the walk, Eddie! Ben Schmidt and Bryce Griesel back with you to the bottom of the fifth inning between the Renegades and the Griffins. Score tied 3-3. As we come to you live from the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth, we want to remind everyone to go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, they do it all. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style, just like they did this afternoon and will again in the couple of hours after this game. To book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at mlexpress.com. Renegades, last time they played in a game that counted on the record, that was last Friday when they split a doubleheader against Des Moines. Three games before that, they won them all. So in terms of record play, they've won four out of their last five, improved them to 13 and 16. And now first pitch from Carriker here in the fifth, bends in their strike 0-1 on Piazza. Really happy to see Carriker come back out. Coach Mike's inning back out. He's hit his stride, and let's see if we can sneak another inning out of him. So Carriker had 0-1 on Piazza, who's 1-for-2 with a home run in the first, then grounded out to first in the third inning. 0-1 pitch to him is fouled off to the left side. Now 0-2, Carriker pounding the strike zone as of late. Has not walked a batter so far tonight, and the only real loss of control was the hit by pitch to Martino in the third. And ever since... That first inning when he allowed four straight hits, three of them scoring, has looked much better on the mound. He's ahead, no balls and two strikes on Piazza. Kicks the left leg and will deliver a hit that is just going to get past Ott and into center field. A single to start the fifth inning and the go-ahead run on pace for Piazza. He's now two for three on the night. Wasn't it all that hard, but enough to get past Ott and into center field. 
So now that is the seventh hit of the ball game for the Griffins. They've got one on for the number three hitter, Sam and Warren, who's two for two. Two very well hit balls. I think that is the problem-see thing about these last few innings. Even the hits that Carriker gave up, it's not very hard contact, and it seems like after that first inning, they quit seeing the ball near as well. So I think that is a plus with Carriker, even though he gives up hits. I think you're right. It feels like the last hard hit ball was in the third by the Batman at the plate, Man Warren, when he ripped a single into center field and looks at a strike one here. Don't think he liked that call. Still looking back at the umpire, but it's 0-1. But yeah, since then, although Sitzman Warren and Carriker's given up two more singles, neither of them hit all that hard. Now had no balls and a strike on Man Warren. Pickering, also with a homer, waits on deck. Piazza at first. His pitch is fouled straight back. Now 0-2, so Carriker yet to throw a ball this inning. Five strikes, but has one on and nobody out to deal with. Some light stretching going on down in the Renegades' bullpen. This game only seven innings, and we're in the bottom of the fifth. It's a 3-3 ball game. Renegades can't afford to fall behind late. Caesar has gone five strong innings as Carriker throws over to first. Back in safely as Piazza. Can't really see down in the Nevada bullpen. I would think we'll probably see Caesar back out for the six. His only real problem has been the pass balls and wild pitches. The only hard hit ball he's really given up was the home run to Wagner. And I guess you could say the double to Herschler, but outside of that, pitch two is going to miss inside. Didn't miss by much to Man Warren. That was oh so close to being called strike three, but it had instead one and two. Great pitch by Carriker. I hope to see him throw a fastball inside to play off of that slider. Try to back door his way in for strike three there. Did not miss by much. So now it's a one ball, two strike count. Piazza at first base. This one fouled off to the right side. Went with the slider again and just hit enough off the end of the bat for a foul ball. So, so far through the first four and a half inning, Renegades have just two hits compared to the seven so far for the Griffins. Yet we sit here tied three to three. Character has really settled in since the first. It's a one ball, two strike count to Man Warren. Carriker delivers this one hit in the air to center field. Should be playable for Tay sprinting after it. Now slows up and makes the catch head high for out number one. A big out there gets Man Warren to retire for the first time tonight. On the play, Piazza also made his way back to first base. And Carriker, after allowing the leadoff single, gets Man Warren to fly out. A big out number one. And now Pickering, who's one for two, will step to the plates. Renegades have not turned a double play tonight. They could use one of those right here and send this game to the sixth inning. We've moved pretty quick. We're about a hour 20 into this one, and we're on the bottom of the fifth inning. I'll be a good sign considering the fact that these two teams will play another seven-inning game after the conclusion of this one. Character quickly checks the runner. Piazza at first now straightens up. Here's the first pitch fouled off to Pickering. 0-1-1. Pickering at the two-run home run. On a line to right field in the first inning and then struck out swinging in the third. That swing right there, I think he was trying to match his already to run home run to add on to it. He is a very hard swing. Runner at first base, Piazza. He's single to get this inning going. One out now. And the 0-1 to Pickering is hit in the air to shallow left field. Lovich going out. Left fielder Wagner coming in. It is going to fall in no man's land. And that will be a one-out single. Runner moving up to second base is Piazza. And a really not hard hit ball at all. But even with good speed before Lovich and Wagner both going after it, there's just no one there that's going to be able to make that catch. Lovich went for uh, Willie May's catch over the shoulder. And uh, close, but 
it would have been an incredible one had right. he made it, for sure. So, tough luck there for Carriker, who now will stop and tie his shoe before retaking the mound. So give Pickering his second hit of the night. He's two for three, Piazza up to second base. And now a single could put the Griffins back out in front. Nicholas Martino, who's got a single and a hit by pitch, so he's one for one stepping to the plate. Renegades don't have Gorling holding on, Pickering at first base, basically just playing even with him behind him. Righty batter versus the righty pitcher, Carricker. Now if you know, pitch in a two-on, one-out situation. First pitch to Martino after the check of the runner is going to be grounded weakly to the right side. It's going to be fielded by Adi's had one play, and that's to first base. And they get out number two, just hit way too weakly to have any shot at turning two. But the Renegades now an out away from getting through the fifth inning, keeping this game 3-3. Three to three. Would be huge for Carriker to get out of here with not another run attached. Some warming up going in the bullpen, but to see Carriker get through five innings would be uh, beneficial to the Renegade squad, especially for next game, to have your full fleet of pitchers ready to go. I can't tell who that is. Did you, could you said before the half inning, do you believe that Davis Welch, is that who you said that I was? I believe that is Colin Shreves right now. Oh, due yes, to number the 12. Yep, light green Shreves. glove he sports. Yep, nope, you are completely right. That is Shreves warming up. Two on and two out runners at second and third. And Seth Gray in. Big at bat in this ballgame. First pitch popped up foul out of play. If Carriker can get to this final out of the fifth inning, it would send us to the top of the sixth in a 3-3 ball game. But if he gives up a hit to Gray, it's at least a 4-3 disadvantage, maybe even 5-3. And I would expect if Carriker doesn't get the batter here, it's probably the end of the line for him. Don't you think that we probably see Shreves if this inning doesn't end right here? I would say so say so by Lucas Shreves he has uh, ramped up his throwing so I think that would be the plan that coach Mike has. Seth Gray back in and 0-1 counts this one bends out of the zone 1-1 one one. Elijah Notarata waits on deck Gray is 0-2 with a fielder's choice and a pop out. Carriker would love to make that 0-3 Renegades with two outs pretty much have the defense straight up normal positions on the infield they don't even really shade towards the runner at second base they're not worried about him it's Lovich and Hopkins on the left side. Ott and Gorling on the right. And here comes the 1-1 pitch to Seth Gray. This one swung on him. His beauty of a slider there, and Gray was out in front now 1-2. Three sliders in a row from Carriker. You might look to see a little speed here to try to speed up his timing. Just need one more strike, Carriker does, to get out of this fifth inning. He's got five strikeouts already. And now facing number six hitter in the Nevada lineup. A chance to get out of this fifth unharmed after he had first and second with only one out. Carriker straightens up at the belt, looks into Hersler, and here comes the one-two pitch. This one hit in the air foul, out of play, and will do it again. I would, didn't say for sure, but I believe that was the slider once yeah, again. Four straight now. Seems confident in it. He's been confident in it a lot after the first inning, so he might think that's his put-out pitch and uh, just needs to throw a little bit more outside and try to get a strikeout here. So runners at second and third, Pickering at second, Piazza at third, both singled. Two outs here in the bottom of the fifth inning in a 3-3 ball game. Carriker straightens up. Here comes his one ball, two strike pitch to Seth Gray. It is going to be hit on a line out to left center field. That's trouble. That's going to split the gap and go all the way to the wall. It'll one hop off the wall. Both runners in, Piazza and Pickering. And Gray on his way to second base with a huge two RBI double. Now a 5-3 lead here for the Griffins in this fifth inning. Went to off speed too many times in a row, you know. 
the batter got used to it and squared one up. You are exactly right when you say that Gray certainly squared that one up. And the Renegades, who are one strike away from sending us to the sixth, tied at three. Well, now have to rally because they trail this one by two. It's now five to three. They're going to have Carriker try and finish out this inning. He will stay in there to face Nadarada. But Piazza and Pickering both easily scoring on that double to give Nevada the lead, which they have held for most of this game. Renegades, only time they were out in front was when it was one to nothing. It's now Nadarada, one for two, a strikeout and a single stepping in to face Carriker. Check out the runner gray at second. Now the first pitch misses outside 1-0. Imperative here that Carriker gets this last out. It keeps this at just a two-run deficit. It'll be 4-5-6 in the order for the Renegades in the sixth. So the sixth may be their best shot. This game only seven innings. Only got two more trips to the plate. Carriker behind 1-0. This next pitch is going to bend out of the zone. 2-0 now to Nadarada. Character seems to be laboring here a little bit, taking more time in between pitches, starting to think about it. Just needs a rear back and use his stuff again. You know, that slider's been sharp all night. Go back to it. Behind two balls and no strikes. Two outs in the bottom of the fifth inning. Nevada now up 5-3. to three. And here's Carriker's delivery hit in the air out to shallow right center field. Matashek and Forte both after it. Looks like Forte is going to make the catch for out number three to end the fifth inning. But Nevada has jumped back out in front thanks to a huge two RBI, two out double by Seth Gray. He puts them back in front five to three. We'll head to the sixth inning. Renegades looking to rally. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions first pitch of the top of the six to jack manishek popped up to the left side third baseman gray is after it and he makes the catch to retire manishek on one pitch for out number one in the sixth inning a key out number one for Jeremiah as a Caesar as the right-handed starter has now been gifted a lead once again 
for the Nevada Griffins, thanks to a Seth Gray two out, two RBI double. And now to get this six inning going, Matashek pops out. Luke Fuller now in, looks at a ball 1-0. I agree with you. I think this is an inning to do it, to try to get the same back tied up with your four, five, and six at the plate. So Luke Fuller back in now ahead in a 1-0 count facing Caesar. Looks at a strike on the outside corner. It's now 1-1. So Caesar so far through five and a third has struck out two, walked three, given up just two hits so far and the three runs. And now his back in line for the win. Pitch to Fuller, snaps in there, a good off-speed pitch. It's now 1-2 and two on the Renegades DH. We've said it before, besides the pass ball, Caesar has been dealing tonight. He looks very strong. His, his slider is great, fastball. I wouldn't call it a plus fastball, but I'm sure it's up there. 1-2 pitch to Fuller, hit high in the air to left center field and hit pretty well. Both the center fielder and left fielder going after it. The center fielder just in front of the track. Martino makes the catch. I don't think Fuller missed that one by a whole lot, but it's an out. And now two up, two down, you're in the sixth inning. I thought our Mink League home run champion uh, was going to show off, showcase off some of his talents right there. Very off, close. Off the bat, I thought that one might carry out here, maybe just a little bit under it. And now Caesar is really settled in. He's retired the last seven that he's faced. Started with the sack fly RBI by Herschel. Since then, has retired everyone. And now faces off with nobody on and two outs in the sixth. This one way up and in now, 1-0. Renegades have got just four more outs to try and scratch across at least two runs. That's what they trail by, 5-3 to three in the first of this doubleheader. Nevada wins would make it just a three-game lead for the Renegades over them. Another pitch misses, 2-0. and oh. Would like to see Ott get on base here to give Gorling a chance to try to do a decent piece of hitting and maybe score a run, chip one off and leave one for the bottom of the seventh. Pitch to Odd is going to be grounded out to the shortstop. Chance moves in a few steps. He's up with it. He throws to first. It's low, but scooped out by Piazza. And that's another three up, three down inning for Caesar, despite a hard hit ball by Luke Fuller that just missed going out of here. So we'll head to the bottom of the sixth inning. Renegades run out of chances. They chill this one five to three. You're listening to exclusive Renegades coverage on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal. We're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Bottom part of the order to face new Renegades pitcher Colin Shreves, right-hander, and to try and take us to the seventh inning and keep it a 5-3 deficit for the Renegades. So final line for Caleb Carricker currently in line for the loss should things stand. Five innings, five strikeouts, 
to go with nine hits and five runs. Although I think he pitched better than the line indicates. After the first, he had really settled in up until just the one mistake to one of the final batters he faced in Seth Gray. I think more importantly, he did get us four or five whole innings pitched. That's big regarding bullpen down the home stretch here as we try to make a playoff push. We need arms, and uh, hopefully Shreves can get us to finish this game and the Renegades offense can provide us a win. Well, coming into this game, on the lineup card, the pitches and relief that the Renegades had down listed were Lovitz, Shreves, and Schmidt. So if you could get through it with only using one out of those three, obviously, most importantly, you want to win the ball game. Nothing comes before that. But if you could maybe preserve those, especially preserve your closer and give them a shot to pitch in game two, I mean, it could come back large if it's a game similar scenario where it's close in game two and the Renegades can turn to a big weapon in uh, Tanner Schmitz. Absolutely. So Shreve's now on to face Anojos Eastman, then back to the top in Caleb Chance. Renegade trail 5-3 to three in the bottom of the sixth inning. Shreve's first pitch is grounded off to the left side foul. 0-1 on Hinojos, who's 0-2 with two strikeouts. I like Shreve's. Maybe he doesn't have the nastiest stuff, as we've seen with character, but his control is supreme. He'll put it in a spot wherever, the, wherever Herschler wants it. Andy Dawn's the, the super great. I think like turquoise, like bluish, maybe even green glove. This one foul out of play, 0-2. Makes it very easy to tell when he's coming to the game. I have talked to Shreves about this. I said I love the mint green glove, and uh, he took offense and said it is light blue for his uh, team that he plays for in college. Okay. That is the Northwest Missouri State. He's ahead. No balls and two strikes. This pitch is going to miss just low. Hinojo's going for the hat trick here if Shreves can strike him out. Shreves, one of the many renegade dual position players as he also fields third base some games. Yep. And last time we were in this ballpark, Shreves actually homered. This pitch just misses away two and two. Didn't miss off the outside corner by much. Shreves has got two homers on the year from the plate, and one of those came at this ballpark. So... Would like to see him. I'd assume he'll be in the lineup on offense in game two. Maybe he could hit number three out. 2-2 two -two pitch now coming from Shreves. Hit in the air out to right. Matashek coming in, slowing up now. He's under it and makes the catch head high. Out number, out number one in the sixth inning. And one up, one down for Shreves. Nice start for the right-hander. So gets the first batter, the number eight hitter, Hinojo. So now we'll face number nine hitter, Mason Eastman. He's over two with a strikeout and a flyout. Shreves, we're going to keep that at just a two-run deficit for the Renegades, looking ahead to the top of the seventh and final inning. It'll be 7-8-9 for the Renegades. Gorling, Herschler, and Hopkins will go back to the top in Forte. If any of them can reach, that's what's going to have to happen if the Renegades want to come back. And Shreves fires in a call strike at the knees, 0-1 on Eastman. Shreves wastes no time. He, uh, he fills the zone and gives the hitter a chance to put it in play and trust his defense. I like his approach. So now had no balls and a strike. One out and nobody on. This one bends out of the zone. Looked to be off speed. I didn't see what it was, though. Regardless, it's one ball and one strike on Eastman. He's 0 for 2, and Chance, who's 0 for 3, waiting on deck. Nevada just jumped out in front 5-3 on a two-run double last inning. A foul ball here by Eastman runs it to 1-2. and two. Not a ton of scoring in terms of variety by inning for the Griffins. They scored three in the first and then two more in the fifth. Every other inning, although they put some runners on, they've been blanked. Just a few key at-bats, the big turning point in this one. So Shreves ahead, one ball and two strike pitch to Eastman. It just misses below the knees. Not not far off, but that runs it to two and two. 
Good spot by Sharif. I'd like to see him go right back down there. Hopefully the ump can uh, give him a call. So two balls and two strikes. Shreve into the lineup. Their right-hander's delivery is hit foul over us. Ain't out of play. I at first didn't even know where that ball went, but when no one moved, figured out that that one was getting out of play. So we'll do the 2-2 pitch once again. Renegades defense playing pretty normal positions. Looks like Jackson Lovich is having a conversation with the Griffins third base coach. I wonder what they're chatting about. Everyone else in their normal positions. Goring and Ott on the right side. Hopkins and Lovich on the left. Looks like Gor or Hopkins, the shortstop, is having to deal with Sun right in his eyes. Home plate umpire is now going out to talk with the third base coach. It's because he needs a new foul ball. No, actually does not need two new foul ball. He just lost track of the count. Home plate umpire was double checking to make sure it was two and two. And they confirmed that it is, in fact, two balls and two strikes. So, Mass confusion on the field right now with the uh, count. Yeah. They got it right, though. So now two balls and two strikes on Eastman. Shreve's looking to put him away. Here's his delivery. It bends out of the zone. Misses on away. It's now run all the way full on Mason Eastman. like to see Shreve's give number two a chance to hit the ball here. You'd hate to see a walk in this stage of the game. Here's his 3-2 delivery. It's swung and just fouled in and out of the mid of Hersler. I think he took that one off the mask. Goes down to a couple knees. Looks to be all right, though. We'll have to do the 3-2 pitch once again. Umpire's going to dust off home plate and give Hersler a couple extra seconds to recollect himself. So after the foul ball, once again stays full. Like you said, want to give Eastman a pitch to hit here. Number nine hitter in the order, 0 for 2. Not to discredit any hitter in this lineup, but you don't want to put a runner on on a free pass going back to the top of the order, especially when you need to keep this at just a two-run deficit. Already asking a lot from your offense in the top of the seventh. Don't want to make it any harder. So now we're ready to go. The 3-2 pitch once again delivered by Shreves. Hit high in the air, foul out of play. A mile high, but gets over all of us. And Eastman and Shreves having a good battle here. Neither one willing to give in. Great battle right now. This is... Uh... This is a game and tug of war right now. Neither one wants to give up an inch. So Shreves once again will try and fire in the pitch to end this at bat. His 3-2 delivery. It is a called strike three. Ring him up, Eastman, and down goes the second baseman for Nevada for the second time tonight. He's strikeout number one for Shreves and number out number two in the sixth inning. I can't pin down exactly what pitch that was. Possibly a changeup, definitely off speed, and froze the batter. Great pitch and execution by Shreves. So two up, two down for the Renegades' new right-hander, second pitcher that Jefferson City has used tonight in the first game of this doubleheader, and that will be up to Caleb a chance if Nevada wants to keep this bottom of the sixth inning going. They lead 5-3, to three. and now stepping in his chance to fly out a ground out and another ground out. He's 0-3, Shreves a pretty good Long look into Hersler, who now sets on the outside. This one hit in the air out to center field. Forte after it on the run. He won't have a play as that drops in safely. That's a two-out single for Chance and his first hit of the evening. Went back to the same pitch he got the strikeout off on. I'm going to say it was a change-up center cut. Decent piece of hitting by the uh, hitter, and Shreves is going to have to work out of the stretch here and try to get this last out. So Chance on for the first time tonight, and Luke Piazza, who is... Reach base two times and scored two times will step in. Been a big threat in this Nevada lineup. Has the home run that he hit in the first. And now Shreve's looking to put him away for the third out 
of this bottom of the sixth inning. Once again, looking to the top of the seventh for the Renegades, who will be chilling by at least two. It'll be seven, eight, nine in their order. Goring, Herschler, and Hopkins. Shreves those over to first, but back in time safely is Chance. You'd have to think he likely has some good speed shortstop at the top of the order. Would not be shocked to see them try and move him up into scoring position with a stolen base attempt. Goring holds him on. First pitch misses low and inside. Now 1-0 on Piazza. At this point in the game, I agree with you. I can see a steal of the second very likely within the next few pitches. Veda has one stolen base on the night so far. That was not errata a couple innings ago. Piazza bats with just a slight open stance. Next pitch to him misses low again. So Shrees is falling behind two balls and no strikes. Got the first two out on a flout and a strikeout. But then gave up the single to chance. And now is falling behind 2-0 to Piazza. This inning belongs to Shrees. Renegade's hoping to use just him and Carriker to get through the first six. Next pitch is going to be a called strike on the outside corner. Generous call there for Renegades makes it 2-1. Looks to me maybe somewhat uncomfortable out of the stretch. He's going to have to make an adjustment here and uh, bear down and try to get this batter. Sandman Warren also reached twice, waits on deck for the Griffins. Pitch is going to be a called strike to throw to second. The runner's going. The tag is just late and swiping second base. is Chance now a runner in scoring position for the Griffins. Chance got a good jump there and just beat the tag. So he moves up to second base. Pitch was a called strike on Piazza. So Shreves just needs one more strike to get out of this inning. But now a runner in scoring position and a big one. I think he's already trailed by two. Don't want to make it any harder. Headed to the seventh. Shreves long look into the catcher. Hersler now sets, straightens up. Cook glances back at the runner chance and now will deliver the 2-2 way outside. And now 3-2. I think Chance did a good job of distracting Shreves there. It looked like when Shreves picked up that front leg, he was still looking at second base, and then the pitch really was not close. Uh, I thought the same thing. I think uh, the distraction behind him uh, might be a factor in this next pitch. So we'll do the next pitch. Shreves delivers. Swung on a missed in the dirt. Hersler blocks it. He's up with it. His throw to first. Goring crosses over the bag, but keeps the foot on, and that's out number three. And Shreves gets his second strikeout to end the sixth inning. Well, don't go anywhere. Renegades, their last chance coming to the play. We'll head to the top of the seventh. They trail this one five to three. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood bat company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gazza with the... 
Sorry about that. Got a little bit messed up on the commercials. Didn't want to come back from the break too late and have you miss this Renegades rally opportunity in the top of the seventh inning as they will look to face Julia, or excuse me, Jeremiah Caesar. And they need two runs showing this one. Five to three. Carter Gorling stepping in to get the top of the seventh going. And here's Caesar's first delivery to him. Misses way inside one and oh. So Caesar going for not only the win, but the complete game for the Nevada Griffins. So far through six innings, has struck out two, walked three, given up just two hits and the three runs. But looking to pitch all seven, he'll face seven, eight, nine in the Renegades order. This one all miss, also misses off the plate, two and oh. It'll be Gorling, Herschler, and then Andrew Imgarn is going to pinch hit for Taylor Hopkins in the hole. Just one runner needs to get on to bring the tying run to the plate for the Renegades, but they have had seven, excuse me, eight straight retired. Next pitch to Gorling, swung on a miss. Ball goes in and out of the glove of the catcher, goes to the backstop now, two and one. Gorling so far 0 for 1, grounded into a double play, also walked. Renegades down to their last gasp as Caesar has really settled in the last couple innings and the Griffins will try and get him to go the full seven. Pitch to Gorling, is it in the air, out to right field, Pickering barely having to move, walks back a few steps, then makes the catch for out number one. And that's number nine in a row, retired by Caesar. He looks locked in. He is cruising right now. Renegade's got to do something to get him off his mark. So now the second batter of the inning. Renegade's down to the last two outs. Facing Caesar, Herscher will step in after the Gorling flyout. Herscher so far today has had a very good game, a double and a run scored, and then a sack fly in the fourth inning. That at the time tied this game up. Pitch to him is going to miss up and away, 1-0. If the score holds, Caleb Carricker would take the loss and Jeremiah Caesar would get the win. Currently a 5-3 ball game. The Griffins lead. They're out hitting the Renegades 10-2. 1-0 pitch to Herschler is hit on a line out to left field. That's over to the shortstop chance and into the gap. That'll be a one-out singer for Herschler. Takes a big turn, but will stay right there. That's his second hit of the game, and the Renegades will bring the tying run to the play here in the seventh inning. Joe Horschler tonight has been the Renegades' key cog on offense. Great game of hitting from him tonight. So he singles his second hit of the ball game, and then a pinch hitter first at bat of the game, Andrew Imgarn hitting for Hopkins, now steps in as the tying run to face Caesar. And you asked me before the inning, how many base runners would you leave Caesar in for? I said if the tying run gets on base, we'll see if that actually happens. Would need Imgarn to get on. First pitch to him, a call strike going one. I like what Coach Mike is, was thinking is what I assume is uh, replacing Hopkins with uh, Garden for the lefty-righty matchup to try to get a little slight advantage on him. So Herschler off of first base, being held on by Piazza Imgarden in first at bat of the game. He's behind in an 0-1 count. Here's Caesar's delivery, misses outside. Now 1-1 one one on the pinch hitter for Jefferson City. Imgarn back in the box now, waves the bat a few times while he waits for Caesar to come set. Nojo's putting down the signs. Herschler slightly lead off of first. Next pitch is hit in the air out to center field. It's sinking fast. Center fielder will not have a play, and that's down for a base hit. Herschler got a good read on that one. He moves up to second base, and Imgarn is single. The tying run now on base for the Renegades here in the top of the seventh inning, trailing 5-3. to three. That ball not hit all that hard by Imgarn, but it's just no play for the center fielder Martino, and it bloops in there. And now the tying run reaches at first for Jefferson City. 
That's two hits now in the inning for the Renegades after they had only two through the first six innings. And now they've got a real shot here facing Caesar in the top of the seventh, showing five to three. So Forte now in. He's over two, did walk. Be a great time for his first home run of the year. Renegade trail five to three. First pitch to him is a called strike on the outside corner, 0 and 1. Jeremiah Caesar. Streak of nine straight, retired, broken up, thanks to back-to-back -back singles by Herschel and Imgarn. Looking to go the full seven innings, get the complete game and the win here in game one. Next pitch to Forte, swung on and missed out in front of that one. It's now 0-2 on the Renegades' leadoff hitter and center fielder. Needs to put the ball in play here. He's got enough speed. It'd be tough to double him up, but you'd love to get that runner to third. Renegades show 5-3, to three. Herschel at second base, Imgarn at first, but Forte behind in an O-ball, two-strike count. Facing Caesar, here comes the delivery, misses way outside, one ball, two strike. Now it'll also be a great time for the Renegades' sake for another one of those pass balls that we've seen all game. Absolutely. Nevada's pitching coach has motion to the bullpen to get someone up, so if we could get Adonis on, I think Caesar's line would uh, be at the end. Well, they have a left-hander warming down there, and with the lefty Wagner on deck, it would make sense. Forte... Behind in a one ball, two strike count. Here's the pitch to him. Hit high in the air. Out to shallow left center field. Both outfielders going after it. That's going to drop in for another base hit. Everyone else moves station to station. That's another bloop single for the Renegades. And they have them loaded with one out here in the seventh inning. And I don't know that Martino or Nadarada got a good break on that one off the bat. The sun is shining out in left center field. But regardless, it drops. And the Renegades have them loaded for Cole Wagner coming up. Joe Horschler tonight, the way he read that ball was amazing looked like it'd be caught and the second that he knew it wasn't broke for third there easily great base running by joe horschler so they're gonna leave caesar in the game to face wagner but Herschel's at third imgarn at second and forte at first base with the speed of imgarn at second a single could probably tie this game at five wagner already home run tonight and two rbis hits with them loaded and one out he will take a first pitch just up and away one and oh on the Renegades left fielder. So Renegades have gotten three hits in this inning. That's more than they had through the first six total. Caesar needs just two more outs, but he has had a lot of trouble here in this top of the seventh inning. Now behind one ball and no strike on Wagner. Here's the delivery way outside, and that's going to get away and go to the backstop. Herscher comes in to score. Forte to second, Imgard to third. This is now a 5-4 ball game. The tying run now at third, and the go-ahead run now at second base. It's been Caesar's Achilles heel all game is the pass balls, and now takes away the double play. Huge mistake by Caesar, and the Renegades need to hop on this opportunity and have a chance to win this game. Now looks like we're going to have a meeting at the mound. They may be taking Caesar out of this game altogether. Can't tell for sure. He's fallen behind two balls and no strikes to the lefty batter, Cole Wagner. Looking down at that bullpen. Doesn't look like the pitcher's coming out, so I think this is just a mound meeting. But now after the wild pitch, Herschel comes in to score. Imgard to third and Horte to second base. This is now a one-run ball game, and the tying run to third base still one out here in the top of the seventh inning. All game, we've been trying to get to Nevada's bullpen, but now I think this might be a mistake by the Nevada Griffins leaving in their starter after all the pass balls with the runner on third to tie the game. So Wagner in a 2-0 count. I would, put, I would bet that if he loses Wagner here, that this would probably be the end of the line. We'd see the lefty warming up in the bullpen. Wagner, a base hit, could give the Renegades the lead. They trail 5-4. Forte at second, Imgarn at third. 
Here comes the 2-0 pitch to Wagner. Swung on a miss. Two balls and a strike now. They do have the infield in on the corner. So a ground ball hit it out of the first or third baseman. If Imgarn breaks, they are coming to the plate to try and keep this lead. Wagner still ahead. By far the Renegades team leader in walks. He's got a home run already tonight. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Swung on a missed again. And now a big pitch coming. As with one out, it's imperative that Wagner put the ball in play and try and bring home the tying run. But a strikeout here by Caesar would be a huge out number two. Two back-to-back -back fastballs. He might have lost confidence in that slider. It's something Wagner should keep in the back of his head. 2-2 pitch now coming to Wagner back in the box. Here's Caesar's delivery. Misses inside low. Nice block there by the catcher, but it runs things full. First base is open for the Griffins, so you could afford to lose Wagner here. But it would load him up for the number three hitter, Jackson Lovich, on deck. Probably the biggest pitch of the ball game coming up right here. Tying run at third, go-ahead run at second base, and three balls and two strikes with one out to Cole Wagner. Here comes the pitch from Caesar. It's hit in the air, hit well to right field. Right fielder going back. He sizes it up, makes the catch, but tagging and scoring is Imgarn Forte up to third base, and we are all knotted up five apiece thanks to another RBI sack fly from Cole Wagner and an excellent piece of hitting right there and a two-strike count to put the ball in play. And are they going to say that Imgarn left the bag at third too early? They're going to say he left too early, and that's going to end the ball game. Oh, wow. That's an incredible way to end a game and it will give the Renegades a 5-4 loss they threw the ball in and then went to touch third and they are going to now celebrate on the mound because they rule that he left too early and this game's over it looks as, as if the home plate umpire made that call I'm I'm a little bit confused on how if he saw his foot left the bag early it doesn't look like a great vantage point from there well, on a sack, what looked to be a sack fly to tie this ball game at 5-5 five to five after the bat of Cole Wagner. They rule that pinch hitter and then runner at third base, Andrew Imgarn, left too early. And that's a double play, and it results in a 5-4 loss for the Renegades against the Nevada Griffins. That could not be any worse timing for the Renegades. And we're going to digest that, take a real quick break, and then come right back to wrap this one up before game two. But the Renegades lose this one 5-4. to four. We'll be back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverdale Christian Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Well, you can't draw up an ending any crazier than what we just saw here at Lions Stadium between the Renegades and the Griffins. Sadly, the Renegades on the wrong end of it. They lose this one 5-4. 
Here's saying a brand Ben Schmidt and Bryce Creasel on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades had had just two hits and three runs coming into the top of the seventh inning when they looked to have Jeremiah Caesar on the ropes. Three straight singles loaded him up. A wild pitch scored a run to make it five to four. And then with runners on second and third and one out, Cole Wagner looked to hit a fly ball to right field, plenty deep enough to score a run on a sack fly to tie the game. But it would be undone by the fact that Andrew Imgarn left the bag early at third base and Aveda was heads up enough to throw over to third and tag the bag. They ruled double play to end it, run taken off the board, and it's a 5-4 to four final. How about that ending, Bryce? Uh, it's, I'm honestly speechless. I wish I would have been looking at third base instead of uh, looking at Wagner's fly ball to see actually how close it was. I uh, Once we got the ruling, um, I can't disagree with the umpire because I didn't see it, but tough call to make at the end of a game of a doubleheader while both these teams are in a big playoff race. Just a tough call. Well, like you mentioned, a big playoff race between these two teams. And with the win for the Griffins, they moved to 12-22. and 22. Renegades fall to 13-17. and 17. And now the Griffins just three games back of the Renegades for third in the division and the second wildcard spot. So now an even bigger game coming up here for the nightcap of the doubleheader. Like you said, Renegades really looking to at least split, but even sweep here would really put a damper on the Griffins. But now the Renegades are going to have to pick themselves back up, especially after the way this one ended. Let's recap some of the other parts besides the defeating ending. Cole Wagner did have a really good day at the plate. Had two RBIs, the home run. Renegades pushed across some other runs on a Joe Herschler sack fly in the fourth. A RBI ground up by Wagner, like I mentioned, in the third. Those were the three other runs. And then Herschler scored in the seventh on the wild pitch. Winning pitcher goes to Jeremiah Caesar. He not only gets the win, but goes the complete game. Throws six innings, strikes out two, walked three to go with five hits and four runs. And I know he had some trouble there in the seventh, but really in those middle innings, Caesar was locked in. Absolutely. He was, his stuff was on point tonight, all night. Slider gave plenty of Renegades hitters a lot of trouble. His fastball, I wouldn't call it a plus fastball, but it had some zip on it. Yes, Caesar pitching the whole game not only benefits the Griffins in the first game, but also saves the bullpen to give them all available arms for the second game, which uh, the Renegades now need to win. Well, let's talk about the Renegades on the pitching mound. Taking the loss will be Caleb Carricker as he goes five innings, strikes out five. Gave up nine hits and the five runs, two of them coming on a two-out RBI double by Seth Gray. Ended up being the difference in this one. And then Colin Treves pitched the sixth. He struck out two, gave up one hit, no runs. Pitching was really all the, not all that bad. I think Caleb Carricker's line, we met, talked about this a little earlier, is a little bit worse than what it reads the line is a little bit worse than how well he actually pitched because especially in those middle innings, he had the off-speed stuff working. He had good mix and match with his pitches, and he looked like he really found a feel for that slider after the first inning. Yeah, his uh, whole day comes down to about four pitches he didn't execute on, and that's just a tough way to lose a game. Uh, the Griffins took advantage, hit a couple doubles, hit a couple home runs off those four to five pitches he didn't execute. But besides that, he looked very sharp, and I was somewhat impressed. Well, that's going to just about do it for us. It's about 20 minutes or so till we'll be back on the air for Game 2 between the Renegades and the Griffins. Make sure to stay tuned for that. Renegades fall 5-4, to four, 10 hits for the Griffins, 5 hits for the Renegades, and a one-run loss for Jefferson City. Drops them to 13-17, and 17, and the Griffins pick up a game in the standings. Improved to 12-22. and 22. Hope you enjoyed the game. Maybe not the outcome, but this very good back-and-forth game between the Renegades and the Griffins. For Bryce Creasel and myself, Ben Schmidt, hope you enjoy the rest of this Wednesday night. Come right back to us here in just a little bit, and we will see you next time on the Show Me Sports Network.
You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.